What do you say to the fans who wanted you guys for that number one pick to keep on losing? What do you say to fans? Man, you ain't really a fan if he wants to win, honestly. I mean, I mean that in the nicest way possible. I don't mean that in a in a disrespectful way, but I mean if you if you didn't if you wanted us to lose, you're not a real fan, honestly. The sideliners, the sideliners, the sideliners. Watch the sideliners on WIRE TV at 10:30. Here comes the. Here comes the. Y'all don't really worry right now. Yeah. Here comes the. It's happening. It is recording. It's recording right now. Max, welcome to a rendition of the Sideliners podcast. It's been a while since you and I talked, you know, other than text. So how you doing? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Doing it's a fast. Monday evening. The holidays are around the corner. We had horrible news in the UK today, and we're just praying that that can be a little less scary uh for lack oh, yeah. of a better better preference but uh a lot going on a lot going on I, I think everyone's got that pre-holiday uh hustle and bustle even, oh, yeah. in, this, even in this quarantine world yeah you go out and do some shopping yeah yeah it's crazy it's busy busy everywhere mall all my you know, everything's busy so you're going you're going in the malls you're just like whatever i'm masked up i'm, I'm masked good to up. go yeah. yeah, all the a lot of the stores have lines to get into them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not that weirded out by the stores either. I mean, most of them are following the rules. Yeah, I'm always wearing the mask as long as I'm when I'm wearing it. I feel a lot better psychologically. Yeah, than when I'm not wearing it. From that, it's you feel like you're naked now if you, if mm-hmm. someone takes a <laughs> mask off in public. It's like really bad, but whatever. It's like a psychological thing, I guess. So. The reason I wanted to have you over, well, most honestly, you're the first guy I asked, and you also said yes. So I didn't know there was like no other like comparison. But that being said, uh, you're a big Jets fan, mm-hmm. and what happened on Sunday in that Jets Rams game, I I watched the whole thing, and I'm a Giants fan, and I I've listened. A little bit of fantasy football implications were on the line, so I was tuning in. But mostly, I also wanted to see, are the Jets going to lose? Because that's been a big New York sports topic for a long time. Are the Jets going to get the number one pick? Are they going to go 0-16? These are, these are discussions that was, were happening on a weekly basis since September. Since September because they've lost every single week until now. Yep. Against the Rams, against a team that is good. They might have the best defense in the league right now. It was like two weeks ago. I was like, you know something? They might just win the damn thing. I was just thinking it. Now they have this big asterisk next to them because they lost to the Jets. Lost to the Jets. Yeah. No one's going to pick them to win anything now. Like, it doesn't matter if they win out. Everyone's going to be like, you lost to the Jets. You got a problem. Uh, So, obviously, this brings the Jets to 1-15. And they're also 1-15. The Jaguars are also 1-15. Yeah, so – so yeah, we're what was it? We're both one and thirteen right now. Two games left each. Yeah. So and so if the season ended today, the Jaguars would have the number yep. one pick. And the Jaguars too. And if they both end one and fifteen, the Jaguars still keep that first pick because of strength of schedule. So you could even though the Giants were playing on national television last night, mm-hmm. you know they didn't play very well. But the, the the Jets were the topic of discussion in New York yesterday, and I just felt like there was a real spike. And throughout the Jets fan base, many Jets fans took the approach that they can't even lose right because they don't even want them to win anymore. I am amazed at the amount of Jets fans that prefer losing, like, unanimously. They're, listen, every time the Giants have a bad year or somebody has a bad year, there's always one guy who's like, oh, they should just lose and get a better draft pick. Everybody's got that one friend that is like, Oh man, we're not gonna go sixteen and zero. We should just lose and get a better draft pick. Like you know, it's just the way to go. But it's usually a, a minority. This felt like the majority. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah, I'd say most people that you hear, at least most people talking, they want that first round pick. They want to go zero and sixteen. I personally, I could have been okay with going zero and sixteen. I didn't want to go zero and sixteen. Then you're in the history books for being zero and sixteen. If you're one and fifteen, no one, no one knows about that. You know. I I. I don't know. I can't. So as I'm not a Jets fan, so I don't. I can't 
tell you how I would feel because I'm not living it. I don't, I don't know what my, where my heart would lie. The Giants have had miserable starts to a season, but they, and they, uh, they were three and 13 a few years ago. I was, you know, freaking brutal, but they never were in a situation where it was apparent that they might go 0 and 16 and that we wanted them to tank for the number one draft pick. They, they got the second pick when they got Barkley, but, but if it were that obvious that the roster was that depleted and that it, that it had needs so much work in so many areas and that the coach is obviously getting fired and nobody could even really justify why he was here. And, and, and everybody was in full agreement that you need a top to bottom team rebuild. You got tons of draft picks. You stockpiling them. You're trading out for draft picks. You're getting rid of Jamal Adams. Yep. Like this Jets tank has been on the menu for mm-hmm. a long time. And everybody's kind of in that place. So if that were the Giants, I might actually say they should lose. But I, I don't know. It goes it against be a, every a fiber of my being. It could be I a hard But I can't. Yeah. I just feel like this, like they were so close to almost completing this tank. Like they, they still can do it, but they were, were already 0 and 12. So the they're, already, se- they're already, I mean, once you're yeah. 0 and 12 and you're yeah. still not guaranteed the number one pick, something is it's yeah. weird, man. Like you yeah, got to really like, like <laughs> realize that there's a lot of crap out there in the league right now. So we're going to miss out on, they still might get the number one pick though. You like, have it, to it, could happen. it could have a big Gardner Minshew fan this weekend. If he can pull off a win one of these next two games, Jags need to win. And, and then, well, the following week they're playing the Colts, but I'm curious what the Colts situation will be. Like they are, they're going to be a playoff team, but they yeah, might be playing might be for resting. better seating. They might be, yeah, but they might also be resting. Right. I'm not really sure. Uh, and the Jaguars are playing the Bears next week. Is that correct? The Jaguars, yep. So yeah. they, the Jaguars might beat the Bears, but I don't think. Maybe. I think the Bears are all right. You know, they're not The, the good. Bears are not better good. than the damn Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, but then sure again, the Rams definitely. are better than the damn Jets. Uh, so true. I don't know what the hell anything Any is. Any given Sunday, right? So the second that, that clock hit zero, mm-hmm. and it literally, you know, take it, going through that game, didn't it just feel like the Jets were doing exactly what they did against the Raiders or exactly what they did against the Patriots, where it's like they're winning, but they are putting the possible game to the other team on a silver platter. Yes. They're, they're presenting it to them slowly but surely, mistake after mistake, obvious blunder after obvious blunder. And you're like, you know what? The Jets are doing it again. They're pissing it away. And, and to the point where I believe this was happening on purpose for a little while. Like, I, like, like would you say the Raiders game was a loss on purpose? Would you say the Patriots um, game was a loss on purpose? Or are they really just that? So I, I think they're just bad. But I also think with the Raiders game, um, Greg Williams, Grant Williams they, there was uh, – I, I saw something, uh, like a post online, that, that he oh. he oftentimes pull out blitzes, like, on those right. kind of Hail Marys. He does it often. So, it, yeah, it looks like a dumb play call, but it has worked out in the past for him. But it just it just toasted them that game, and then he got fired. But, um, but it's it an inexcusable thing to do. Like, it, it, it's, it, it's one thing to bring a little heat. But it's another thing to line up eight guys inside the box, clear as day to the quarterback. Listen, I'm just going to chuck this the second I get it. That is exactly what happened to to Carr. But but listen, I started – as a Giants fan looking in, I was like, there's something fishy going on here. Because then Williams got fired, and and Adam Gase had to face the music about, about questions being like, was this on purpose? Did you fire him because he lost on purpose? Like, this is where the New York media was going with it, and this is where the New York fans were. Because mm-hmm. in sports, you believe conspiracies. You don't question them. You just go with it because it's sports. And I, I, was, I was in on it. I was like, man, they, they have told Gase he's being fired. They have told him to piss away games. That is his job for the remainder of the year. And, and Williams and him were conflicting over the best way to suck or something like I like, and then he got fired. I don't know. I was starting to make stuff up, but then they go ahead and they beat the Rams. And until that last moment when it was like, okay, the jets need to throw for this first down now. And, and Mr. Frank Gore, future oh, hall of fame father running time. Back, father time himself. <laughs> like, this is what I'm talking about. Like you got, you cannot tell a dog like Frank Gore, a bulldog, so a guy who just – he will not 
no. he's the toughest guy out there, and he's going time and time and time again in in the into nothing. Like he's just running into holes that don't exist. And and he wanted a win. So I, I don't believe like thinking about it, I believe the players never wanted to, to lose, but the organization probably was in some sort of state of disarray where they didn't really push for winning that hard. I'd agree with that. I mean I feel like the players like there's no way they want to lose. They got they got wanna get a win, locker room morale. It just feels better yeah. when you win. But the the GMs and the the head the head honchos they they are definitely were pushing for that zero and sixteen secure that number one pick draft Trevor Lawrence. So it got me curious because it started it sparked a whole debate among our peers and our little fantasy football group text about what was wanted. Some Jet fans were glad to finally see a W just to sleep at night knowing that they didn't go zero and sixteen. I very well might have been one of those fans, but for the Giants, I don't think I want the Giants to go zero and sixteen. But when a prospect is is so abundantly clear to be the number one overall pick like Trevor Lawrence. It's not always that case. There's not, yeah, there's not the number like one pick is going to be unanimous. Right <laughs> yes. It's like they're like even the year Peyton Manning was taken number one overall, there was still consideration for Ryan sure. Leaf. Yep. Like that was part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. There is no dis- discussion that, you know, I think Fields, the kid on, on um Ohio State is yep. and is I've not, heard some what about uh Zach Wilson also in the quarterback yeah. uh hierarchy right there. Right. You, you three, probably know but, more names than I do if I'm being honest. Uh, that's about I, as far as I go. <laughs> I just think I just think that uh everybody and their mother knows that Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick, whoever the hell has it. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't even matter who's on that team, ask Sam Darnold. Yep. But that being said, I I I thought about it, and if you think about teams that pretty much tanked to go 0 16 recently, mm-hmm. there are two. There's the Detroit Lions and the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. And when the Lions did it, they got a guy named Matt Stafford, and when the Browns did it, they got a guy named Baker Mayfield. It was much more recent. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, it is apparent that Matt Stafford is not going up anymore. He's on the way down at this point, and they have not helped him. Like, that is, to me, is yeah. abundantly clear. Like, the organization failed him. They had some better teams. They had a, a couple okay years. I, I, they, maybe they won one playoff game if they did at all. I don't even know if they did. Like, the Lions have not done enough for me to honestly remember anything mm-hmm. in the postseason. But I remember Stafford. I remember knowing he was good, and there was no debate that he should have been the number one pick. But was it really worth going 0-16 if you never won anything anyway? So that makes you think. But then you look at the Browns, and they they made a ton of moves. And Baker Mayfield looks like he's really rising to he the moment looked, right Yeah, now. yeah. This year he's looking a lot better than last year, and he's got he's got weapons around. I like him. He, yeah, he he's got he's got some spark. He's he, he he's a feisty son of a bitch. Yeah, like, yeah. I I like that. Like mm-hmm. that is perfect for a team like Cleveland. And I think that they might end up benefiting. But they also made tons of moves. They traded for Odell yeah. Beckham Jr., who, you know, was trying yeah. to get healthy. Did they still. sign Landry in free agency? They drafted Nick Chubb, which okay. was a yeah, great yeah. draft. That's, that's like a big they, one. Like they, they um, made great moves couple, to make a, a team. They drafted, I believe. Garrett, Miles Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Might have even, they might have even had him before 0-16. Yeah. But, but that's, that's besides mm-hmm. the point. Like, if you don't ha- have the right organization making the right decisions mm-hmm. – the 0-16 tank is going to be for nothing. And I will say this. There is no such thing as a guarantee. That doesn't mean I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. But I do think that you have to understand that – like, I mean, Joe Burrow, great example, great kid, obvious number one pick. And he's got, he's got all the things you're talking about, the spunk, the fire, the competitiveness. He's going to bring you back in games. Then you blink and the guy has – his knee destroyed and it's because they don't have a team. They don't have an entire offensive line. The Jets maybe have like one good lineman right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it, it, we got Becton. That's Becton, all we got. Becton's pretty good. And I believe he was quoted saying, if you didn't want the, and let me know how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. If you didn't want the Jets to win, then you're not a real Jets fan. Do you agree with him? I mean, I don't agree with him, but I understand from a player's perspective, that statement, there's, right. there's just no way that you can, you expect your fans to think you're going to win every game and you want to win every game. And then everyone's just like, oh, we want you to go. It's 0-16. That would suck as a player. But mm-hmm. from, like, from a fan's perspective, the Jets have just been bad for about four years now, right? Four or five years since 2015. Oh, God, yeah. 10-6 in 2015 ever since then. <laughs> Pretty brutal. They went 7-9 last year. Um, there was a little bit of hope last year, it seemed like. But this year, 
the Jets had, had for, for so long, the Jets had been trapped in that level of mediocrity where you pick probably between eight and 12, like every year. And you don't get the cream of the crop. You don't get the best picks, but you still got to, you got to know what you're doing to get the they're right not, guy. They're not area. hitting very well. They're not hitting very well. well. So. And, and, and the guys they're getting have uh, personality issues like Jamal Adams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But <clears throat> I don't know uh, if I'm completely convinced that Sam Darnold's got to go. Like I, I look at him and I see a kid that is talented. And I see a kid that has no help. Like, I don't see any receiver mm-hmm. that jumps out at me. I mean, Crowder's okay. Crowder's a good slot receiver. But we're, we're, we're on, on a good a team. Bit. Where is Crowder supposed to be on the roster? Third or fourth, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, you and then and then Frank Gore, we love him, but he's, run, he's running into no holes and he's uh-huh. ancient. Uh, they, they, what exactly is Sam Donald supposed to do with his offense? He's in a tough spot as well, but he just hasn't shown. I feel like anything. Like he he's had multiple. He had four games in a row, no touchdowns. He his footwork awful. He he doesn't improve on the little things. He stares at receivers. Granted, he doesn't have many, and they're probably not open. Um, he hasn't had all of his receivers, so I can give him that. Herndon sucked. Uh, his offensive line, not great. Mm-hmm. Becton has been pretty good. He's graded out pretty well for, for a rookie and everything. He's been a good pick. Um, Perriman's only been in for a couple of games, so he hasn't had much with that. But when Joe Flacco played, he had a couple of good games on offense. Then Darnold comes back in, and it just not doesn't look the same. Granted, against the Rams, they didn't look awful. They did okay. They did it all. Well, right. you could argue that. I mean, who who did Flacco Flacco played the Patriots and who else? Um, good question. No, I mean, I think. I think they played some weaker teams is what I'm trying to say. Like, obviously, the Patriots mm-hmm. – the Patriot-Jet game is is always weird, even when the Patriots are really good and the Jets are, like, not. But but I feel like um, Flacco – I mean, Flacco looked okay. They still lost. Mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't win anything. Well, and and I, I just think that if I'm a Sam Darnold fan, don't you want to see him once with, with a team that's complete? Before you judge but how him, long, I, but like, how long would it take to get to a complete team? If he stays on the Jets, it could be a long time. I know. But if how he many leaves more the Jets? It could yeah. be soon. Could be. Yeah. He might. Need, he might need a change of scenery. Well, that's that's only going to happen if the Jets trade him. Oh yeah. And and yeah, I think he's got two more years. Yeah. Right. So if you don't have number one pick and you know you got two years out of Donald anyway, and you and you picked him third overall. Like he's not gonna ride the bench. He's if he's on the team, he has to start. Like that's the that's the way I look at it because you invested so much. I mean, at least for another year. Yeah. And if he if he continues to struggle or look bad, and I get it. Like the offense, he looks better when the play is broken than yeah. when he looks like when the play is actually yeah. being run. Like like when he's flushed out of the pocket, he can get. He's, he's, he's yeah. He's but good he on the has run an everything. ability to drop the ball in there in a very interesting angle because he, well, the way he throws it off balance when he's on the move, he'll drop it in there quite well. And he's got legitimate speed. So, and, and he hasn't had a coach that knows their elbow from their ass. Hey, no offense. It's true. No offense. So, worst hire. So you're going to give the guy another coordinator. Like, like this is my, like I, what is more true is Darnold letting the jets down or are the jets letting Darnold down? I believe jets are letting Darnold down like there's that's my take i i, I think it can go both ways the jets are definitely not surrounding yeah. them with the correct talent and everything to what's the best kind of numbers a guy like donald could put up in this offense right now um, what do you expect what is it you mm-hmm. want i know you want to see improvements you want to see, well, I would get like better to see footwork. Improvements, you know um yeah. just you know more consistent drives a couple right. couple more like more games with like you know one two touchdowns a lot of games with just nothing two picks maybe a fumble just, I think if you switch, was... I don't want to get too weird, mm-hmm. but if you switch Darnold and Jones, mm-hmm. I think Darnold have a chance to have success on the Giants. That is my opinion, especially this year. I love Jones. I think on the Jets, he would be they would kill him. He'd be dead. Like it'd be over. I just um, I don't know. Just Darnold. Just I, I gave him a couple years. I was a big Darnold fan. You're done. First year was good. On this I'm, I'm, done. I'm kind of. I'm just like over him, and maybe I'm wrong. So what do you do? So what do you do for 2021? 2021, I, mean, I, 
you got to – all right, if they had the number one pick, you go Trevor right. Lawrence. Right, Trevor no, Lawrence. everybody knows that. So the yeah, question yeah. is, what do you what do you do with number? Do you have number two or lower? Yeah, number two. That's a good question. See now, this is where um, I'm not so sure, and this is why I feel like losing out on the number one pick is pretty brutal. Because you can either go with a little bit lesser of a quarterback. I mean, hey, you never know. Maybe they'll be better than Trevor Lawrence. Justin Herbert looks amazing this year. He was what the sixth pick, third quarterback taken. Yep. You're right. Kyle, like, Kyle. You could – it could be crazy. You could just get someone later in the draft. Josh how Allen many, was number 10th. The number how, 10th pick, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, and that was the year Darnold was taken. Mm-hmm. How many number one quarterbacks have been the chosen one that they were supposed to be? It, it, the shoes that you have to fill at that pick the, the, are insane, and people expect you to do everything, and you're going to the worst team. That is true. It is extremely difficult. To be the number one pick, and you look at Kyler Murray right now, looks worth it, absolutely. Yep. Uh, you you but you look at Jameis Winston, and it wasn't worth it. He's not even on the team anymore. They went, they got, they they Bucks moved on. They they went after Brady. So they, I mean, they would rather have a guy who's almost fifty play what uh, or sixty or whatever, however old he really is, uh, come in for. Instead of their number one pick, Jameis Winston, who was supposed to be an insane athlete, and and it did not work out at all. And then you got Cam Newton, number one pick, quarterback. Obviously, he was good. Had some great years. Did, he didn't last long enough. Yeah, but he brought you to that. Super Bowl. He, I agree. Like he was still worth the pick. I'm yeah. not saying they should have picked someone else. Yeah. But you would have hoped you could have got more years out of a pick like that. And it's just playing style just doesn't work for that. So. And then, but then, of course, there's the Eli Mannings, the Peyton Mannings. Like those number one picks were vital to the to the Colts, and you know, turned out to be the Giants, even though they didn't draft them number mm-hmm. one. But what you get to get the point, like that sort of instant impact, mm-hmm. it was felt. So it's but it all, but then there's also Jamarcus Russell you could throw in there at the number one pick. Now I don't think Trevor, I don't think even comparing Trevor Lawrence to any one of those guys is fair. But I think you're better off building your team first before you get a quarterback. Then you are bringing in who – he could be the next Messiah. If you bring him in and there's nothing there, it's going to be a problem. But but given the current situation with the number of picks the Jets have, they have a chance to, to get a lot. And what, do you, what, do you, what, are the, what are their top needs that you would go for in 2021? Um, 2021. All right. I think you got to go with another offensive lineman. Got to get right. a better line. Right. Uh, wide receiver, possibly. I think but, that's their biggest need is receiver. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how the um, the draft class is for the wide receiver. I like this kid Berrios, but you see him and you're like, ah. I mean, <laughs> the funny thing is this this year, the draft class for wide receiver was tenfold. Mm-hmm. And neither, as, as far as I know, neither the Giants or the Jets got a receiver. Oh, the Jets took Bims. Mims has graded out really well, actually. He's only only played a few games. Uh, He looks really good, but they still – I think they need another another wide receiver. They need more. Herndon – if Herndon could actually catch a ball, which for some reason this year he just forgot how. That's how I feel about Evan Ingram. Like, I just – what's up with the New York tight ends and not being able to catch? I don't know. But if he could – And Evan Ingram, guess what? This is going to blow your mind. You know what I read today? What we got? Evan Ingram, pro bowler. How? That's all I, I gotta say is how. Why? Who it's, voted? It's, like it's, this, it's corrupt. It's rude. <laughs> like whatever, whatever little credibility the Pro Bowl had, it is now completely dead. Well, do I don't want to go on here and completely trash Evan Ingram, but there is no way that he has ever lived up to the level of being the best at his position in the league. It is not even remotely believable when you when you have tight ends in the league like like Travis Kelsey or even that guy that guy on the, the, the Browns last night that I was watching Njoku. Like he's okay. better. Like like he plays the position. He blocks he catches. Like Evan Ingram doesn't play the position, cannot block, and does not catch it a lot of the time. He has great speed when he get when he finally gets the ball in his hand. It's great. He can make a lot happen, but there's no way he's a pro bowler and there's no way he has lived up to the expectations of Giants fans. No way. He's one of those guys you throw it to him, you just hold your breath. I'm getting off subject. Who is the coach of the New York Jets in 2021? Go. 
not Adam Gase. I know that for sure. The, uh, yeah, yep. There is uh, – that's another, that's another good one. Do you go with old blood or someone new and young? I feel like you go with someone new and young. The trend in the league is new and young. New and young. Like 31 yeah. years old, younger the than jo- – The Boston. Joe Judges <laughs> of the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury. Um, all right. What do we – you can go with – But then you also might, of- might have a bit at Harbaugh. If, he, yeah, if yeah. he's going to be out of Michigan, probably. I don't know if I want Harbaugh. Let's see. I mean, um, if he, it, he would have been perfect for, for a new quarterback like Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 I remember people, for some reason, we were talking about it. They're like, oh, Harbaugh's a defensive guy. Uh, excuse me. Harbaugh played quarterback, quarterback in the NFL, and he, he pretty much rectified Alex Smith's career, which everybody was considering a wash at that point, and, and they brought him to an NFC championship. And got to another NFC. It got into a Super Bowl a year later with Colin Kaepernick. So you can't tell me that guy doesn't have a system that works. And 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 obviously he's a bit of a weird personality. It's not always going to work with the players. He's that he's got that old school kind of thing going. But you know me, I I I I love an old school coach. And and the Jets they need to hit a home run on this one. Like they they can't can't miss again can't miss again like the Giants missed on Ben McAdoo they missed on Pat Shermer and it's set it's set them back four years like obviously Giants aren't great right now but at least we can sleep at night knowing we have our head coach for the for a while and and the Jets need that since day one of signing Adam Gase we have not had a coach that's how majority of Jets fans I feel like have felt and they've only seen how can I'm sorry how can you give up on Sam Darnold if he's never even had a reasonable head coach, I just, give the kid a chance. I, I just don't. Give I the just kid don't, a chance. I, I'm over Sam Darnold. I'm over him. I think if you're the number one pick, you had to get Trevor Lawrence, and they blew that opportunity for a generational talent, and then you could have built around him. Sam Darnold, I don't know if you can totally build around him. And maybe you're right. Maybe if he had more weapons and everything, he'd be a better quarterback and just in a better position, and I'd be able to say – Sam Darnold can be my quarterback. But All right. right now, I just don't see that. Now, to answer he, your question. He might, he might be there next year, though. He could be. He's going to be. But to answer your question, uh, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. for the what's, what's, How do you say that guy's Eric, name? It's Eric. I, I, I don't know. I tried to look it up. I couldn't. I Eric read it. Bietheny? No, it's B-I-E-N-I-E-M-Y. Bietheny. Yeah, sure. That guy. Beanie. Yeah. Big B. He, he's I read about him possibly. And, oh uh, yeah, I mean he, he's Chiefs. he's the, he's the hot name right now because yeah. the Chiefs' offense is ridiculous. He's really you're good. Gonna but go, they, you're um, going to tell me that he's the reason because I mean look no. look at Pat Mahomes. The guy can throw it on one toe while he's falling backwards, and he can throw it behind him. There's you could be dumb as rocks offensive coordinator if you are given Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid is the head coach. The offense is going to be fine. So I get that that's a hot hire, but I would be hesitant to assume that he's a great name because that offense is good with him or without him. There's no doubt. Yeah, wrong. So, so, so why is he the name that everybody wants? Like, like this is something that always gets me. Like, if you won't want a guy fired, you got to tell me who you want to replace him. That's a New York thing. It's like, all right, who are they call it? If you want, I mean, everyone wants Adam Gase fired. I think the Jets called you uh, Harbaugh. That's my opinion. He he would he, it would be somebody who would just make them tough. He reminds me of Rex Rex Ryan a little bit, a little less goofy, but but the, just the style of play. Like the Jets need to get mean when they are good. Like that's that's the Jets that I remember of the Rex Ryan days. They were a little mean. They're a little stupid. Like throwing Mark Sanchez into a preseason game because you're pissed off at someone else on the team for screwing up. And then you ruin his career. They they did crazy dumb stuff, but they also would blitz. They would do this Greg Williams shit, and it would work. They would blitz seven, eight guys, and they would get sacks. And the defense was always good, and they knew how to handle it. Especially on third and long, they'd bring the house. And I remember thinking, this is exciting because the Jets are attacking on defense. They're not reading and reacting. They are attacking, and I think they could get that with Harbaugh. And I think that's what they need. Listen. This this uh, Eric this Eric B B man the big guy who, the big offensive B. coordinator oh Big B we can call him Big, big B, B. B offensive coordinator over in, in Kansas City 
he very well might be a good head coach. I'm not saying he's not good at what he does. I'm just saying, how can you look me in the eyes and tell me he's the reason the offense is great? They got good stuff over there, man. They got good plays. I saw a crazy chess pass just this week that Mahomes made to Travis Kelsey like an inch, like before they ever even knows the ball is snapped, he's already falling into the end zone. And and it's it's a great offense. But these players, those players are good. Like that is a they good are. team. They, 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 they are going back to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Like that's my good. belief. Yeah. yeah. They might win the damn thing again. They, they might, might go back might. to back. The Seahawks should have. But, but before that, I don't think it's happened since the Patriots. Yeah. What about – I got one more name for you. What about yeah. Joe Brady? He's the Panthers' offensive coordinator. This – he's 31 Maybe. years old, super young. He's so worked you up want, with Sean you definitely want a young guy. I, I feel like I wanted, I wanted to go for the young. I don't know why. Just um, it seems it has worked out in a few different spots. Um, but he, um, he's worked under Sean Payton for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. He worked with Joe Burrow when mm-hmm. he was going to be an undrafted, and they brought him over to a first-round pick, Joe Burrow. He was able to work with him for a few years. Um, now he's been on the Panthers, and their offense has been pretty good. They haven't had Christian McCaffrey, but Mike Davis has filled that role perfectly. Robbie Anderson looks great, a, a Jet that they weren't willing to pay money for. And, and it's really more nice. apparent that he's done a good coaching job. He's revitalized yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like right. he's done yeah. more things that are challenging. Okay. So I like him. I like him better than Big B. I'll give you that. But I also hey, this guy's Big B too. Uh, Joe Brady. Big B. <laughs> yeah, stop. Bring him Brady. Up Bring uh, him up I I yeah I like him a little better. Definitely, definitely. But that's that's the million dollar question: is who's mm-hmm. your head coach going to be? And that is easily the biggest challenge. Joe Douglas is going to have. Uh-huh. He might go young like like Stefanski or Judge, like those sort of trending uh-huh. names that are being taken. Absolutely. Or Ru- uh, Ruel. Also, you have to consider Carolina, though, that Ruel is the new guy there, and he's got a lot of power. So mm-hmm. that, that, that could be something to consider with uh, Brady. But I don't know, man. To me – Darnold is – I hope Darnold is the quarterback for the Jets next year because I'd like him to just prove everybody wrong. I just – I root for a guy that that is being heavily criticized. But you're right. He needs to show improvement. And in order for him to show improvement, he needs a coach that knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So let's start there. Okay. Uh, and if they get T-Law, then then you got to trade Darnold. It's that simple. Yeah. You can't have a, con- a controversy. Of- and if that happens, be prepared. Because you might see Darnold do pretty good somewhere else. Maybe. And all you j- it, it's just it would be like anything be, that happens to teams Jets, that root for the Jets. Yeah. Jets thing Fan. to happen. Yep. Yep. I but, mean, these most Jets fans also happen to be Mets fans a lot of the time. And Mets fans know better than anything. Whoever they get rid of will do fantastic. Just yeah, yeah. you know, exhibit A Darno for, uh, for crying <laughs> out loud. Um, but anyway, speaking of disappointments and teams that uh, New Yorkers often get bummed out about. Uh, we got a Knicks season starting in a couple days. I think a couple days there is their tip-off. Yeah. So, what, what? how are we feeling right now? Um, I felt like after the last couple – the few preseason games, what was it, three games total? Nothing crazy. I am optimistic. Positively but, optimistic. So you're sent, so let me let me clarify. Before the preseason game, you were you weren't sure if you could be optimistic. Now that um, you've seen the preseason yeah, game, yeah, almost, you, you have more optimism. More optimism. I, I like Toppin as a pick, and uh, was it quickly? Is that how you say? It? Yes. Or, yeah, okay. I've been saying quickly. I hope that's yeah. how you say yeah, it. Yeah, it I, certainly I, looks like to be it. Honest, I wasn't sure. <laughs> quickly. Quick yeah, yeah. So quick, quick I, I was excited about the picks. Um. Not the biggest Randall fan or Elf. Oh, everybody Gate. hates Randall. Um, uh, Mitchell Robinson, huge fan. Huge fan. Uh, R.J. Barrett, huge looking fan. good. But I was, I was optimistic going into it. But I thought wasn't gonna be like a like a. I thought it was gonna be a pretty bad record. And maybe and also I was I, I like Knox, but I felt like he might be. That I, was a I, glimmer I of good. hope though to yeah. see him with quickly. It yes. is the first time I saw. I know it's preseason. And I know you're playing a team like Cleveland that does that isn't trying. And I know you're not. I know you're not exactly. You you are trying to show to the world like like there's no question that Tibbs came into that game and was like we are playing balls to the wall in the fourth quarter no matter who they have in. 
And that, and that is what we did. We put our best five out there at the end and, and flat out dominated. But to see Knox involved with quickly the Kentucky connection, it just kind of made me feel like maybe we had, we can't give up on Knox yet because before this, before that game, I was completely ready to write off Knox. Yeah, and, I, I, and now, now I'm not so much. He was getting those like shots. He looked nice and aggressive. Him. He just looked yeah. good. He looked. He looked so good. I drafted him with my last pick in my NBA fantasy draft. Mister Relevant or Mister Relevant? You find <laughs> he's out. He's got a two point seven percent owned rating in ESPN, and it's my sleeper. You are pick. in. The two, you should be the two point seven. Kevin Knox. <laughs> the two point seven should be your team name. Two point seven Knoxers. Uh, I like it. I like it. Look, it's optimistic, mm-hmm. but. You know, it's also frustrating when that free agency day is coming yes. and, and you see all these names flying and off the they shelves. They don't go to the Knicks. And they don't they go, to the go to the Knicks. Somebody <laughs> save the Knicks. Uh, We're dying. <laughs> <laughs> Help. Our best, our best, We've been sinking for years. <laughs> our best signing is Austin Rivers. Come on, man. Here comes Austin Rivers. Oh, I mean, I like it. It's no disrespect to Mr. He's Rivers. He's going to be okay. He's bad play here. It's cool. But, like, it's it's also extremely disheartening. One minute, you're picturing a trade for Russell Westbrook and a silent Gordon Hayward. You're not even sure how it's going to happen. But you're thinking maybe this trade is possible. Russ wants out. The Rockets want him out. It, it's a no-brainer. It's going to happen. But, then no, they tra- for John Wall, uh, Russ is on the Wizards. That's going to be such a weird team. I don't know what – yeah. But I don't I- know what the hell's going on. Why would Russ want to be on the Wizards? Uh, he didn't want to play with Harden. Oh, he's, he he's not gonna. He didn't want to play for Harden. He definitely don't come to the Knicks. And he's oh, yeah. was never gonna come to the Knicks. No, no, I know that. I'm just saying, like, he didn't want to play with Harden on Houston. Just, just a little rest book. Or should we call him Fat Harden because he's, he's fat? He's looking big. He's look well. He's listen, big. listen. I am not one to call anyone fat. That is not my what I'm trying to do here. But for what we know James Harden to look like and what he looks like now, <laughs> it's bigger. It's, it's, it's fatter. It's a quarantine thirty. It's fine. It's it's like the quarantine forty man. It looked like a lot, and he looked like that T-shirt was a little tight. He's got the pants that, Mello wears now, right? <laughs> I mean, Mello has gone up and down in weight, and he always found a way to score. But I I listen. I what's the over under on this season? Like, and 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 do we believe in Tom? By the way, do you say Thibodeau or Thibodeau? I say Thibodeau. A um, lot of people say I say Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Yeah, I don't even know what I just said. I just butchered That's it. That's not even his name. <laughs> That's like Thibbabo. Thibbabo. I don't know what I say. Hey, go to it, state. I think it's like, it's like Thibbabo. But I'm saying Thibbabo. Like I'm making the sound with the H. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Myself it's not, it's not like the. It's not like Thibbabo. It's Thibbabo. I don't know. I could be wrong. But he's a New York guy. He's with um, Jeff Van Gundy. It's he's an old school guy. He's gonna he's make some hustle guy. play and defense. For some reason, I like the old school guy in the NBA. The asterisk. But the yeah, it's <laughs> maybe it's, it's not consistent. It's consistent. I have no idea where I'm at. Like what? What is uh the deal with um uh Thibodeau in in when he was with Jimmy Butler? Like what? Like that is the big asterisk on Thibodeau's resume, right? That whole meltdown in, in Minnesota. So. I I didn't love the hire. I, I thought didn't the, love the hire. I thought the timing. I thought I I just didn't think the timing. I didn't think it was the trend of the league for teams mm-hmm. that are winning. Yeah. But they're you know but for but you you look at the Sixers going after Doc Rivers like mm-hmm. there there are still pe- teams that pursue that old school kind of yeah. defensive approach and there's no doubt that Thibodeau understands the game better than Fizdale ever did. And and probably better than Miller does, mm. and or and and better than and he's got Woodson there helping. So the defense should be an improvement, but the roster, they they they're gonna have to make tough decisions about who should play because yeah. they have a lot of young names. And Alfred Payton is like gonna be okay. And and yeah, even up. though we hate um, Randall, yes, even though I, we hate I, him, like, I don't like he, I, I hate like, him. I hate him. I hate him. I just. In, in the game against Cleveland, he was doing a really good job passing the ball out and not doing – I hate that those, we need him. I know. It but bothers like his, me. His, his behind-the-back dribbles in like triple coverage under the basket just to turn the ball over are so no, funny. All right. Let me, let, me, let me put it this way. He doesn't need to do that. I don't hate Randall's size. 
Mm-hmm. I don't hate Randall's ability. That's how he I don't, it. I, I don't, hold on, hold on, I'm not done. I don't <laughs> hate, I don't hate Randall's uh, physique. Mm. You know, I don't hate his strength. I don't hate his speed. I don't hate any of these things. I hate one thing about Julius Randall, and it's between his ears. The man doesn't understand a situation and what he should be doing to help the situation. His, his understanding of – I think he has the same problem that Evan Ingram has. His, under, his belief of how good he is and how good he actually is are two completely different things. He's way too confident. Like, he does not understand that he, at, at, in the best-case scenario, is a double-double double, double power forward slash center. And he can do that. And he can run a low post, and he can rebound, and he can, and he can keep you involved, and he can – he can even, you know, run up and down the court pretty well. But he cannot dribble from the top of the key. Oh, and yet man. he does it repeatedly over it's and expensive. over and over. And he will say, you know what this needs? This needs a little 30 to 60 spin in the biggest moment of the biggest game. Like, he thinks that he's Vince Carter going down the lane, making people miss, dunking over. Like this, I, I'm ranting way too much about this. But that is the problem with Julius Randle. He could be good. And this, and this is the thing that bugged me the most about Melo, is that even though he was good, he could have been amazing. Like, to me, the problem with Melo and the problem with Randall, completely different levels of skill. Melo was way better. It's not even a comparison. But the problem was in between their ears all the time. And, and they're difficult people to coach. Like, you, you, you don't think that Miller at one point was like, hey, dude, stop – dribbling at the top of the key stop running isolation plays when we're getting when, when it was always whenever the other team was in the middle of a run like uh-huh. when they had just scored eight or ten and randall's like you know what guys take a playoff like like he's michael oh, jordan it. against the utah jazz in the in the nba finals run an iso get the hell out of my way and it would just be horrible horrible he's not even that bad a shooter like he can shoot from the nice, perimeter he just cannot drive down the lane but you know who could that i saw that encouraged me emmanuel quickly that guy for lack of a better word was very quick (laughs) and he was getting down the lane he looks good i feel good about it i feel like he might i have a weird feeling he's gonna end up being better than Toppin. from three games three games i say the same (laughs) Toppin's looks fine no i have no problem with Toppin. I think he's got a, you know, highest ceiling, Blake Griffin, Amare, Stoudemire level. Like, that yeah. is the absolute highest that he could go. But then, you know, on the flip, he, he, you know, he might, he might be uh, just another big guy that comes into the league and it's just with fouls to give. I hope he's not that. I think he's got a chance to be pretty good, though. And I think quickly uh, already exceeded my expectations in the preseason. Yeah. And if he can continue to do that and set up R.J. Barrett – for, for to be the pistol at the two for the slash because Barrett is a slash for- and dash and and quick shot kind of player and and, and 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 I I the kid's twenty years old like you got you got to give him more experience and more minutes as often as possible and I think Thibodeau is going to do that. What's the over under on on wins uh, and wins. losses this year? That's going to be that's I'd say thirty. I was gonna go with thirty, around thirty. I was. Well, you have, oh, you have to keep in mind seventy-two game season. That is. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go beginning. Of so season, maybe I'll go I was twenty-five. Or I was saying more twenty, twenty-five beginning of the yeah, season. Yeah, I forgot what the set. If, if it's eighty-two, I go thirty. But seventy-two, I'll go twenty-five. And I'm still gonna uh, go thirty. Okay. I, I just mean, got, listen, that, that's how positive I got because I was at. 20, yeah, five more wins in your head than me. You're you're. I was at twenty lane. beginning of this, like before all, like everything. I was like. Thinking about the season coming into it, I was like twenty wins, with some positive growth in the younger. Now I'm like, I'm like thirty wins and a lot of positive growth is my thought. I'm like way too positive right now for a Knicks fan. I might. Be I think back. I think you got that like pre like it's almost Christmas. But there's you're, like you're, a, you're thinking magical thoughts. You're thinking about Santa. You're not that. You're not. You're not even in the real world right now. I think you got. I think you got to just take a minute. And realize that no, you're want, doing that be. thing that you do every year before every single next season. And this year, you're combining it with the holidays, so your your spirits are very high. You're like Buddy the Elf. You're like yeah, way too I'm positive. Stay here. 
I want to stay here. I want the Knicks to keep me here. <laughs> Within a couple of days, you're going to be in a different place. I know. Place. I'm, looking at, I'm, looking, I'm trying to look at their schedule right now. They play the Pacers, 76ers, Bucks, Cavaliers. That's a that's a, Cavaliers is easy. But they got the Cavs, right? If they don't the, all right. All right. So if they lose to the Cavs, if they start off 0 3 and lose to the Cavs, it's all over. Well, I'm imagine, imagine I'm, I'm they off. beat the Bucks and Obi Wan dunks over the Greek freak. And, like, can you imagine, this this like, could happen. We'd be losing our minds. This could happen. We'd be over. Look at the schedule it's, right now, actually. Now, um, you know, 30 wins. I don't care. They win 30 games. I don't care. It's all right. Can the Knicks win without that star? Like, 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 let me ask you this. Like, Can one of the young players become that star? That's obviously always the hope. But, <laughs> but the, the problem with the NBA is you can draft players so young that most of the time when they blossom into their stardom, it's, it's after their rookie contracts are up. Yeah. So players move a lot, and a lot of players are realizing that the money they can get from endorsement deals and television deals and 2K deals and – and rap albums or whatever the hell they want to do or social media influencers. Like they have so many options now, like they don't need to, to take the max deal. They can make a crap ton of money and live better than they ever could have possibly imagined by taking the, doing the LeBron route and going two, three year deals repeatedly. Uh-huh. So, or four year deals at the most. Right. So with that in mind, there are numerous chances for stars to consider coming to the Knicks. And since 2010, when Amari came here and Melo did the trade, there hasn't been really anyone of relevance. Like Tyson Chandler is probably the biggest signing they had in all that time. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's, a, it's a real major bummer mm-hmm. to see all these names just – like when Phil Jackson came here, they got Derrick Rose. That was a big. That was and that didn't work out at all. But that at the time, that was like a, a name. You were like, hey, hey, Derrick you know, Rose. Even though he's got no knees, like at least it's <laughs> Derrick Rose. I yeah. know him. Like we haven't gotten a guy. No, no and I don't know if we will. But if you look at team, there are some teams that built from the ground up. Mm. And then when you build from the ground up, you're going to get to a point where you have all these blossoming stars, and you got to decide if you can bring in a superstar or keep them all together. Like you, like the Sixers built from the ground up and, and the Celtics built from the ground up and then they went out and they got Gordon Hayward. Uh, like they, like they, the Knicks need to follow those models. To tr- an attractive team to get to come to. Yes. Yes. So if you can win 30 games in a 72 game season and you can show the speed and in, in the athleticism and you don't play dopes like Dennis Smith, you don't overplay guys like Alfred Payton, and you just showcase. Like this season, it's like it's like a showcase. It's like a big show. It's like the circus. Like who? I want all the we, young guys to play more. We're not winning the NBA Finals, no. but the young. Okay, I, I I want all the young guys to play too, but I want the I want anybody to play to earn their minutes. Oh, I don't okay. want it to just be like, like if De- like Dennis Smith is a little younger, right? But he if he's not playing as hard as Alfred Payton, he shouldn't play the point ever. Like Alfred, like Alfred Payton should get more minutes than him, and even though he's not part of the solution, he deserves the minutes, and that's that's how I look at it. But if I'm seeing you know R.J. Barrett getting hot, and after 20 minutes we we take him out to get a to get a blow for no reason, and then he only ends up playing 26 minutes in the game, I'm gonna be pissed off. Like that's 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 my take on that. So over under 30 games, I'm okay on Tibbs, and I'm excited about Emmanuel quickly. Maybe the Knicks can do something, but Maybe. in the end, in the end, you just you just know what's going to happen. The Lakers will be back, and they will win the whole thing again. They're better. The Lakers are better Lakers than are they better. were last year, and they won last year. So unless Steph Curry can come back with an insane vengeance, I don't see how there, there's going to be anything really going on in the West that can, can challenge the, uh, the Lakers. I would agree. I think Lakers go back. How do you feel about? Going across the borough to the Brooklyn Nets, though. Kyrie Lakers Irving. Lakers Nets finals? Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. I have no idea. I, I, don't, I, think, I don't think they, they would, but I, I just, like, like are they going to work? I don't think it's going to work. You don't think it's going to work? No. Okay. No. Kyrie Irving is going to work. <laughs> I, I think, listen, Durant is, is an amazing talent. Like, he's he's fabulous basketball player. But he's already won a championship. He's coming off the knee. Kyrie's already won a championship. 
and he's a flat earth and weirdo who doesn't know how to talk to people anymore. Side of the earth, man. All right. Uh, and 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 you're in Brooklyn. Like, there's a part of me that's spiteful because this should have been the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, sorry. This should have been the Knicks. And if it was the Knicks, I would probably sit here and I would be like, Durant's back, baby. Kyrie, who knows? I, I might even think the earth is flat if Kyrie came to the Knicks. I really might. I might consider it. But, uh, but because he went to that stupid team in that stupid arena, I'm sorry, the Barclays is crap. I've seen hockey there garbage. and I've seen basketball there. It's garbage. It's hot piece of garbage. In, in, a, in, a, in an area of Brooklyn that isn't that fun. Mm. You know, and if you like, and if you do like Brooklyn, you're not hanging out over there. So, and then, of course, you, you probably have more people watching the Nets at the Garden when they play the Knicks. Like, that atmosphere is going to be way more interesting than anything at the Barclays Center, if there were fans, of course. Oh. Obviously, it's not happening right now. Kind of a bummer. But I think uh, there's going to be problems. I don't know. It's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of personality. It's huh? a lot of ego. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of defense being played. I don't know. What do you think? You think they're going to be good? Um, I think they're going to be good, but you're right. Like, I don't know if they're I – mean, They'll make the playoffs. Yeah, but they'll the make the playoffs. Mesh? But what are they going to do? What are they gonna do? Maybe win a series? Maybe. At, at best? Maybe not. I don't think it's going to be that different than when the Knicks were the two seed with Melo. Like, hey, something to discuss. But in the end, nothing. Nothing. Who do you think is coming out? Who I think's what? Out of the East. Oh, I I, I fear the Sixers. I Sixers. Okay. Yeah, I do. And um, obviously, uh, the Celtics find a way. The Hornets are intriguing. Heat. They've made a lot of moves. The Heat could very well right be back in they the were, picture. They might have got confidence boost. Yeah, man. Miles. I mean, the Heat. If the the Heat continue to run like what eight man rotation, so if one guy gets hurt, they got a problem. But they they also um, they also really were tough last year. Uh, the the East is definitely more debatable than the West. Mm. Like you you could throw some names in there that might surprise me. I'm curious about the Hornets. I don't think they're gonna win. I I think the Sixers are still getting better, and they just got Doc Rivers, and that's scary. And if Embiid can stay healthy, which he has a little bit more lately than he did earlier in his career, they're gonna be a damn good team. And then the Raptors are Fred Van Fleet stayed there. You know, they they they're, they're still, still gonna be a tough good. team. They're still gonna be good. So yeah. I'll, I'll stick with I hate to say it because I don't like Philadelphia sports teams at all. But I would go the Sixers. <laughs> Thank you, Sixers. Yeah. And then they can they can sing West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> because what what did uh Will Smith went to California, right? Yes, he did. It'd be like Philly and California. They, the whole song would work. It'd be like perfect for the NBA Finals. It really would. They're listening right now. The NBA is. Will Smith, if you're listening, if you get a Sixers, Lakers, NBA Finals, you have a, a, a beautiful marketing opportunity, a beautiful commercial opportunity, uh, and it would make people smile. And LeBron obviously could get in on this. You could throw in Embiid, too. It, it would – You'll make like a zillion dollars. Just give me like a crumb and I'll be good. I'll be, I'll be Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think that's the, those are the two things I wanted to get your feedback on. Uh, but let me, let me ask you quick. Uh-huh. And then we'll wrap things up. What do you think of the giants uh, in the NFC East? I mean, can they, can they, they right now they are not winning the NFC least. They are in second. <laughs> and it's uh it's been a pretty weird year. Like losses don't even really matter because everybody don't. loses the same Everyone's time. <laughs> You're just running out of time. Uh-huh. Like it's just it's like well, we, we gotta win another. Yeah. Um, who are they playing their last two weeks? We got the Ravens and we got the Cowboys. Ravens, Cowboys. Yeah. So that, I think there's a chance they lose the Ravens. Yes. And then and the Cowboys game's gonna be huge. And the Cowboys Possibly. game could be could be for the division. Who's Washington playing? They Washington played the Eagles last week, right? Because it's always a division game. Uh, no, Washington uh, did not play the Eagles. Washington played the Seahawks, and they lost this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they playing the Eagles the last week? Is what I was saying. Oh yes, okay. yes, yes. They're playing then, the Panthers this week, and they're playing the Eagles the following week. 
So if the Pan- sorry, you know, so we're just talking about how great that guy Brady is. I mean, I really hope the Panthers he, can pull it off. The hey, if they pull it off, then yeah. you're in on Joe Brady, okay? And then yeah, if the, you know what, you're right. If the Panthers pull it off, I'm all in on Joe Brady. Let's go. And I and I want him to go to the Jets. That's that's <laughs> that's my official opinion right now. Hope um, that's a big game. So if Washington is who's going to be starting quarterback for Washington is uh, Smith. Is he? Smith. He didn't he just play this week? No, it was um, Haskins. I'm pretty sure. Haskins is still there. Yeah. So I think Smith was injured. Smith, Smith no, Smith has been messed up, but he. I thought he came back. Is he not back yet? Tell me. I think he's gonna. He's gonna. Just because I host the podcast. He's gonna, he's gonna play. No, he's gonna play this week. It looks okay. like. I think. Okay. So I mean, that, that gives him a much better chance to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If the Haskins was in though, then I'd say the Panthers. And you look at the Cowboys' schedule. They got oh, they got the Eagles and Giants. The Eagles got to play Cowboys two the games. Yeah, Cowboys Eagles this week. Ooh. So wow, there's a pretty good chance. Wait, so if the, all right, that so, the Giants could lose this week, and if the Panthers beat Washington, that the final game against the Cowboys could be for the division. That's crazy. So, I'm but also the the uh, Washington. So if the Eagles beat the Cowboys. Yep. Maybe five and nine. Yep. The Giants lose. It is still anyone's division. That's Could be crazy. anyone's. That's so stupid. Mathematically. It's stupid, but it's also very interesting. It's, it's also awesome. fun. Oh yeah. Like normally I'm already thinking about what like if, if this were like how the season's supposed to work, this current week I'm thinking, okay, what general manager do I want the Giants to hire? Like that's what I'm thinking about. But in, instead, I'm thinking about how we can win the division. It's so weird. If Daniel Jones doesn't get hurt. You know, I'm still on the middle on that guy. I mean, obviously, I don't question his work ethic. I don't question his heart. I don't question his speed. But I think his last few weeks, he was really starting to show some life. I was starting to see the life with the yep. RPO style. But, but I have not seen him respond to adversity. I have not, I have not seen him, like – He's went out there and had good games that they won. You know, the only time I really saw it was the first start he ever had against the Buccaneers when he had that insane comeback and he just propelled it with his legs. And I started to feel very good about the future after that game. But then the, the lack of consistency, the bad reads, the, the forcing the balls into bad places, the holding the ball weak and the fumbles, you know, it's been a lot of ups and downs with the kid. And obviously personality-wise, work ethic-wise, I have no issues. I think he's a good kid. But I just don't know – if he's got the stones to survive in the NFL, injuries are becoming a problem with him. And, and he, sh- he showed like, Hey, I wanted to, he wanted to play with the bad hand. He did. Mm. And obviously everyone blames judge, but if you are going to play, you have to perform. Mm. And he probably has those enormous shoes of Eli Manning still there in the locker room where he's thinking Eli never missed a start, even when he was banged up. But here's the thing with Eli. We never knew about it. Like we never heard about it. And he never came out whenever he, we Plus, heard about it way later. Eli, Eli's game was not very reliant on his legs, as in no, like no. But when, he, but when Eli was hurt mm. and he played hurt, look, I don't care who you are. You start 210 games. Mm. You're playing hurt occasionally. Uh, he would never reveal it. And it wasn't, it wasn't even written on his face. Like, Jones, you see it on his face. Like, he's, like, scared because he's hurt. So I hope it works out. I feel good about Judge. I would have liked it if Riley Dixon was able to complete a pass to our center in the end zone on fourth down. That would have been cool. Uh, but he should have thrown it to Graham Gano. The, the kicker was open. Just throwing that out there. Uh, and that would have been even more cool if the punter threw it to the kicker to start the game. Uh, but, but the fact that Joe Judge has the awareness to understand that, okay, I got freaking Colt McCoy a quarterback. And – uh, Barkley's out for the year. We're in this ridiculous situation of a division. We have no offense whatsoever. And by some miracle of God, I am in the red zone uh, on fourth down. I'm all oh, good with him knowing that he should go for it there. But, you know, it, it just looked horrible. Like, it just wasn't a very good play. So he, his attitude is right. They got to clean up some things. They didn't have Garrett either. That was yeah. a bit of a problem. I like Garrett. I'm just going to throw that out there. Everybody knows. Garrett. <laughs> I would have thought that was going. 
No, no, no. Like, I, I, I know the guy understands offense. Like, he can be a little overly conservative at times, but have you seen Daniel Jones? Like, it's, it's understandable why he is. Like, you got to, like, give him a little bit of a break. Defense has been great, and I think the future is bright. But the one question, and this is the last thing I'll ask before we end this lovely sports catch-up, uh, sidelineers pod, you know, quarantined, talking, hanging out, catching up, having fun. But the last question I'll ask is, what do the Giants do, Dave Gettleman? Do they keep him or do they dump him? Now, even if they could win the division and you can go, hey, sorry, we went 6-10, and 10, you're fired. Uh-huh. Like that would actually be kind of reasonable because they, they didn't win a lot. Uh-huh. But, but, it's all, but it's also weird because he had a very good offseason this year. Uh-huh. And, he ha- and he found players on defense that made immediate impacts. Bradbury, uh-huh. Logan Ryan, Blake Martinez. Like these guys are – all of those guys are Pro Bowlers. Bradbury actually is going. But all three of them are, in my opinion, are at the Pro Bowl level, um, especially Martinez. And – he he did a very good job, and he found Judge, which is looking like a pretty solid diamond in the rough. Like you, you, like a lot of guys come out of New England, they don't do shit. Like I, this guy looks pretty good. Uh, so I I am mixed, but you look at his record the three years he's been here, and it's a pile of crap. Yeah, like they haven't had a winning season since he's been here. So. What would you do? Would you fire the GM and find somebody? Get go get a young boy. Like just as I was saying before, I don't have a name. Yeah, I don't have um, a GM I, out there I, that I, I really the, like. The points you've made right there. Yeah, I'd almost keep him for one more season at least. I think that's what they're going to end up doing. Because if he can start, if he, like you know, he's able to make a couple more picks. You say he's making some good picks lately. This um, is like you got to go to the playoffs next year and if yeah, you don't get yeah, yeah. fired. Uh-huh. Well, it looks like the division. Every, well, all the teams are looking like they're going to get a little bit better. Carson Wentz wants out of Philly. Carson Wentz wants out, but Jalen Hurts, he's in. Um, Cowboys are going to have Dak back. The Redskins. Um, hey, that's Washington football team to you there, pal. Uh, yeah. I'm going to watch your little mouth. He's totally watch it out. <laughs> gotcha. Football team right. themselves. What are they going to be called? Who knows? Um, yeah, the footballs. I think you gotta you got to stick with it one more year. Because if you can make a few, some, few more picks and everything – you, yeah. you, you might have had a couple bad years to start off with, but if you can slowly start getting better, yeah. this would be a big turning year where you get a lot of talent, but there's enough talent that you've brought in mm-hmm. that you can probably see a few more wins. And if that translates, then I think you keep them. But yeah, I, I wouldn't go, mind, I wouldn't mind a younger face. I wouldn't mind a younger face uh, because DG's a little, uh, little old school. Little. And, he's, and he's made some signings that are pretty egregious. Mm. Uh, Golden Tate is an example of a sign that hasn't really worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alma May, they signed this lineman who's already gone. Uh, Jonathan Stewart, mm-hmm. they signed him when he was – he's basically like what James Harden is right now. He just showed up fat and was not ready. Like, it was, it was horrible. See you later. So, yeah, see you later. And he was supposed to be back up to um, Saquon. Didn't work out. And uh, Nate Soldier. You know, he opted out this year. He wow. actually is still on the team. He opted out for, because of COVID this year, but he was not, has not been good at all, and they paid him a lot of money. So I don't know what to expect with Dave Gettleman. It's been a lot of hits. It's been a lot of misses. Uh, but I like the coach, and I like the defense. And similar to the Jets, I think they need to get a wide receiver. They need to get – like, obviously, Jones has – Jones only has nine passing touchdowns this year. His, a huge part of his game is his legs. Yep. But we got to find a way to be more impactful through the air. And I think he needs some. He needs what Evan Ingram is supposed to be, and that is a guy over the middle that can go up and get a football. So we'll see. I am excited for the future of Judge. I'm mediumly excited for the future of the Knicks. We didn't talk about it at all, but I am super excited for the Islanders because they are actually a very, go. Hockey, good game. Hockey's, very good. I have no idea what's going on. So not till not till like the end of, about a month away. Okay, since hockey comes out January or so. Maybe but they're yeah, they're doing this whole division. Like only the Canadian teams are playing in this. They had to break up these divisions. There's an all Canada division now, and it's because of some border rule oh, uh-huh. uh, that the Canadians are having because of the coronavirus. So, okay. 
So that was part of the delay with hockey. Okay. And that, that and the players were tired. Like they, it's a I mean, lot I get that. I mean, different I, than the NBA. Like they're, uh-huh. they're beaten up. Uh, just physically, they're just dead. Like Johnny Boychuk <laughs> almost died this year. Like it was like he re- – and he kept playing. Like it's just crazy. Uh, but this was fun, man. Yeah. I really appreciate sure. you, uh, you coming on. This is yeah. great. It's good. Good, good, good sports ramblings. Sports. And uh, good luck to your uh, – what was your team? The 2.7s? Your yeah, I got the 2.7s. Kevin Knox's, you know. <laughs> uh, how about Knox- Knoxville? Could, could do that. I might do something. I got to do something with, Kevin, uh, with Knox, you know. That's or be Gallinari, because I know you got him too, and that's a name oh, you're going to have a lot of fun with. Little Gallinari, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Roosters, the Gallows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, because you know me. I like a good fantasy football name. <laughs> Uh, All right. Thanks for tuning in. Much appreciated. This is the Sideliners Pod. The Sideliners are brought to you by Anchor.fm Podcasting. If you're interested in podcasting or you just want to get something out there and you have creative limitations or you're worried about money or anything like that, fear not. Because Anchor allows you or anybody with the simplest of computers, the simplest of recording tactics to get your podcasts on the air. And guess what? You even had a chance at making a little money. So please utilize Anchor and thanks for listening.